to the Money Mentors Podcast. So they say out there that everybody's got a soulmate. You know, that's that person that lines up with you. It doesn't mean you always agree all the time, but it's the one that's going to be your, quote, perfect fit. So wouldn't it nice to be having the same thing when it comes to your taxes, a tax mate? Yes. You're Tell like, me more. You're <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Well, there's different strategies out there, and we're learning all the time, developing new ones and, and, and getting educated on some old ones that have been repurposed. And we're looking now that from a tax point of view, that strategies that could actually zero out so you had no taxes legally, honestly, and ethically. Mm. So while you're saying, what, what, wait, wait, yep, we actually have a formula that we did and, and in practice that we can actually get you $300,000 of income if it's set up properly, including Social Security benefits and all of that, and you actually pay zero, Z-E-R-O, zero taxes. That's what I call a tax mate. Wow. <laughs> tax mate. Uh, yeah. And especially as we're getting some of those tax documents together, and as our paychecks get higher, our savings rates get higher, I think we're all looking for ways to save, right? Absolutely. And, you, and when do you start that? Yesterday. That's mm-hmm. something that you've really got to look at every single day, week, year, and knowing what's going on in your tax structure. And are you on the right path tax-wise to make sure you're paying the least amount of taxes that you're obligated to pay? So it's all about making sure that you're paying the right amount of taxes that you should be. And if there's a way that's legal, honest, and ethical that you should pay less in taxes, that's what we're going to do for you. Real life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast. Well, while our CEOs, politicians, and talking heads have all been talking about this lately. Recession. 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 On one Wall Street Journal columnist suggests that maybe we should call this a rich session instead. His reasoning? Household wealth during the pandemic really didn't grow as much for families at the top as it did at the bottom, percentage-wise, thanks to those stimulus checks and other benefits handed out during that time. But now it's the wealthy who are feeling the impact of this down market the most, uh, higher taxes too, I'm sure. So you work with a lot of folks who are considered wealthy, at least in the government's eyes anyway. Uh, Could his take be true in this column? It's 100% correct. And the reason I'm saying that is that, you know, if you're not in that, quote, wealthy scenario, you don't feel it as much. And what I mean by that is there's hidden taxes out there that you don't realize till you cross certain thresholds. Mm-hmm. Like Social Security could be a taxable event if you're over a certain amount of money. But also there's areas when you go over a certain amount that the Medicare price you pay increases substantially, and it's a penalty. It's because you've done well, you have more money coming in, that they're going to actually charge you more for the Medicare benefits you have. So the same coverage my neighbor has and that kind of thing? The same stuff? Yeah, and it's one of those that, you know, you look at it from the standpoint that you think, okay, finally I got to Medicare, I'm age 65, and all of this large amount of money that I've been paying for insurance is going to go by the wayside. And for those that are wealthy or doing well with income, they look at it and go like, you're kidding me. I'm only going to save 30, 40% of my premium that I was paying before. I'm not getting that full value of Medicare, even though I paid for it since, you know, 20, 30, 40 years in working time. That's what's happening. Huh. Wow. And uh, Laurel, I know too, you know, with the market and everything, a lot of people have seen their account balances drop too. It's been kind of an unsettling time, even if you have really healthy savings. Well, it's very true because 
You're looking at it even from small business owners trying to keep up with inflation, and then you talk about someone else watching their net worth fall in the market while some others have benefited from government spending. And I think the hardest part around it all is you could have been a really good saver, right? You have a lot of money in your employer plans because you've deferred that now in your 401k, but you could still end up paying this large tax bill to help pay for all of this government spending that's been happening. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard to be caught in the middle and for us, we just want to make sure that we're looking at each individual who's coming to us and talking about what strategies are out there to help them minimize that tax liability, especially in these next three years, right? We've got this year, 2023, we've got next year, 2024, and we've got the third year, 2025. Then sunset. January 1st, 2026, that's all gone. Yeah. We talk about this a lot on the radio. This is a sunset plan. So that's where, you know, we have these exclusion rules. You know, where it's up over 12 million right now per person for gift exclusions. Then that's even dropping down in 2026, that day one, to just about six, seven million. So there's a lot of adjustments coming soon. And Dad and I, you know, all of our advisors here, we talk about it a lot. But there's probably going to be a lot more changes after that sunset at the end of 2025. So let's make sure over these next three years, we're working really hard on a tax strategy. And I think the last part of this is that if you're highly compensated, maybe in upper management, mm -hmm. and they're going to start downsizing, and you're in your late 50s, maybe even early 60s, you could be one and targeted because they're going to get rid of you because you're highly compensated, bring one or maybe even two people in, split that job up, and so they have newer people coming in and they're paying less than wages. And so that rich session could be a target of that, as we're seeing with some tech companies right now. Real life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast. Well, here's something to get excited about. Not just tax season, but it's this time of year. Girl Scout cookie season. I knew you'd be excited. Here I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Love them cookies. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, a lot's changed since the 1970s version, uh, as we heard in that vintage commercial there. Not only is there a new flavor this year, Raspberry Rally. How does that sound, Gary? I'm in. Okay. I've, already, I've actually <laughs> ordered, already right? ordered a set of them. <laughs> I'm sure We've got have. so many cookies on order. We love them. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in the freezer. They'll last all year. It's going to be great. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot more, though, to selling cookies for scouts these days. A friend of mine says her daughter is busy right now outlining a marketing plan for this, building mm. a website. Uh, so not just going door to door, but actually going through the whole business plan to sell her cookies. And she said, you know, it's teaching her a lot. She was kind of surprised how much goes into this. But how important is it to think of as parents, as grandparents about, you know, maybe helping our kids with some of those financial lessons along the way ourselves? When I was in high school, we sold candy and it was a box of candy oh, yeah. for a dollar. And if you were the number one seller, you've got this special prize. Well, I helped my brothers and when they were in band, sell their candy. And of course, when it came to my time, they're off doing their thing. Uh -huh. So I sold 144 cases, that's 12 in each case, cases. of these candy boxes in three days. What? <laughs> and you're going like, well, how? how'd you do? How'd you do it without social media back then? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what I did is I had my folks drop me off in front of Lila Hospital in Battle Creek, Michigan. And every time somebody's going out, I said, would you like to buy a box of candy for those you're going to visit? And so everybody much. almost to the T <laughs> taking that box of candy then to give to the person they're visiting. That is so smart. Uh, mm -hmm. It started early for you then, huh? 
Well, yeah, they say that's, but Laurel did the same thing through her 4-H. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about that too, because, you know, I was younger, we've talked about it on the show, but it's been a while. So I was in 4-H and what I would do is go around our local community and talk to business owners and ask them if they would like to donate towards my project. And obviously later on, I wanted this for college savings, but what I was going to do short term or immediately was donate, right? We're going to purchase one of the animals back from the sale at the end of the year and donate meat to, you know, a local nonprofit. Uh-huh. And we did that through, oh, several years. And I remember when I was really young, because I couldn't drive in these times, obviously, dad would drive me around and there got to be that time where I was like, okay, I have to go in by myself, you know, and he'd say, yep, you can do it, you know, and so you practice the handshake and there's a lot of times I remember being sick to my stomach, so Aww. nervous to have those conversations. But of course, on the opposite side, dad's sitting here thinking like, who can tell a little eight-year-old girl no for a 4-H <laughs> project for her college fund someday, you know? Yeah. So, but it really taught me a lot of lessons like we're talking about here, financial lessons, how to speak with businesses, the importance, right, of a dollar and what that truly does because money is a tool and you want to make sure you're using that tool correctly. And that could be, again, the tool is here, looking somebody in the eye. Something as simple as that and have that conversation with a person that's an adult that you can talk to people. You can talk to adults as a child and be very comfortable in that setting if it's done correctly and you practice. It's like anything else. Nobody came out in the baseball world, you know, hitting 60, 70, 80 home runs just because they went up to start swinging a bat. Right. It took them time, training, and things to prepare. Now, you can say sometimes they're lucky. Well, that's because they're prepared to be lucky. And so that's the same thing with Girl Scouts cookies. I mean, these girls out there are, I mean, I hear some of the numbers, you know, mm-hmm. 200,000 packages of cookies this one girl's working on right now. And I'm going like, wow. <laughs> so I think my little uh, 144 cases was nothing compared to what they're doing. But once again, for me, it was looking at where's the best place to move or market my product. And that would give me the most opportunity with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so whether it's 4-H, Girl Scout cookies, this is marketing 101. Yeah, and I think, you know, obviously taking it back to finances and what we do every day, it's so important to make sure as a family firm here that we're helping other families pass on knowledge and a legacy if they so choose to their loved ones. We've had some meetings this past week because we work with a lot of business owners on their succession planning. And Thinking about, you know, if you were to ask me, Jennifer, what is the name of my great, great, great grandfather? I sadly don't know. I'm going to learn it after this pretty shortly. (laughs) However, if I was receiving, even if it was $10 a month, just something coming in, right, as a legacy play from my great, great, great grandfather, I'm going to remember his name. You would, yes. (laughs) In fact, we have a a client I'd like to share the story, and he's not just the only one, but it's one we can relate to is that... He, in his planning, said that I want to take my sons on an African hunt. He hunted Africa for large animals, did this a lot of throughout his working career. Dream hunt, yes, yes. And then five years out into his retirement, he's going to go on this Africa hunt with his two sons. And when the time came for him to take the money, we were all set. And he goes, I'm not doing this. Oh. And I'm like, oh, okay, you, you sick? Is everything okay? Oh, no, everything's fine. He says, I'm going to take the money, but I'm not going on an African hunt. I said, what's going on? Well, I discovered my grandkids love maple syrup and doing that process. So he says, I'm going in the maple syrup business with my grandkids. Now, he's done this for almost three years now, 
and he enjoys it. They're learning about money, manufacturing, cleaning, all those things that go on, collecting the sap, boiling it, all these things that go along with that. They're putting a label out there and they sell a product. Yeah. And uh, you gave me a bottle. It's fantastic, too. So yes. they're good at it, right? <laughs> yes, very good at it. So, I mean, you can do things right in your backyard. I had another gentleman up in Rockford area that did the same thing with his grandkids, and they took in mowers and repaired them and replaced things and resold them and put two kids through college. I mean, wow. two grandkids through college with those dollars. So there's a lot of things you can do. You don't have to be on a grand scale. It can be just something that's consistent. Weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.